0: Ha, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back everybody. Welcome back to post episode issues the walking dead. Season 5, episode 8, the mid-season finale and this episode was called Coda, the final and 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 you know what, Joe? You got to do it. I got we got to celebrate you and everything that you got excited about. I got my wish tonight. Maggie showed showed like she gave a shit about Beth. It actually happened. Maggie seemed really, really emotionally affected by a finding out Beth was alive, which answers a lot of questions that we thought that that she must have just thought she wasn't alive. before we get into all of that, welcome welcome We hope you're reeling. I'm reeling from that episode.
1: That was really an awesome fucking episode The Walking Dead.
0: With me as always is Joe dirty locks. welcome Joe.
1: Hi hey, good to see you as always. Great episode. Loved the finale, mid-season finale. Right. It felt like a finale. We'll we'll get into
0: that in a second. But if this is your first time here, please hit that subscribe button, and please comment away, or if you're with us live, please definitely comment away about what you thought about this week's episode of The Walking Dead. And whenever you're watching this podcast, we'd love to hear what you thought about this mid-season of The Walking Dead. To me, this will be a whole season. These mid-season things, I'm just gonna call it what it is. This was a season. Eight episodes was a was a season. Next season's gonna be a completely different story arc. It's it's almost like I don't want to compare it too much because it's a way better show. But like Heroes did this too. Like they had books inside the season. Like this is villains. This is renegades inside villains. Assholes or something. Right. But but I think this was a whole. It's this felt like the beginning, end, and the big beginning middle and end of a of a season arc
1: right because you had the you had what was left over from last season wrapped up and you had the whole plot from this season wrapped up it really it really does and they do a good job of that making it um at least they previous seasons it wasn't quite the same uh that all changed with the i think second half of last season
0: yeah. Yeah. When they, when the, when the, the creators really got handle on the, his direction of the show, uh, where, where he wanted to take the, the way the show feels and everything. And it really felt like we talked a lot leading up to this, how we were afraid that this ending might feel too similar to things that have happened in the past. And it felt way different. It, they, they really, to me, you might disagree with me and we'll get into that when we're talking about it. But to me, this didn't feel like anything that anything similar to what happened before. Partially because of the way everything seemed to be going so smoothly, <laughs> until crazy ass Dawn had to open up her mouth. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm, I think you might be right. Dawn's the Dawn might be the craziest
1: person we've seen yet, Joe. She's yeah. she's wackadoo. No, she. Yeah, we'll get into it.
0: Yeah, but anyways, folks. Again, if you if you're into listening to this from an audio standpoint, you just want to hear our voices, you can subscribe to the iTunes feed or on Stitcher, and you can find those links below in the comment section. And so and if you have any emails, you can email us at i at gmail.com or tweet me at i got issues man man during the show and we'll get your comments on the air and talk about what you're feeling after this episode of The Walking Dead.
1: Oh, and uh, you gotta be feeling something. Yeah, I love, love it or hate it, you gotta be feeling something.
0: I, I mean, my initial emotional reaction is I'm a little bit sad having all the shit that I gave Maggie all season. I'm a little bit sad that we didn't get that connection, but I love that the show did that. I think that's part of I think of- they
1: did that on purpose.
0: Yeah, and and that's really awesome because that, that gives it in, in threat because I don't think it's copying of it. I don't think it's in a cloying way. I think it's similar to a feel that you get from, from Game of Thrones when – and people that don't watch Game of Thrones at times, you'll feel like two characters should, without spoiling anything. Two characters that should meet. Everything's gonna. Everything's set up for something happy to happen, and then bam, they punch you in the gut, and it, or George rr Martin punches you in the gut, rips your asshole open, and and pull, put some rapey cough right up in your and feeding you. <laughs> eating you. Like Freddy Krueger, like that Freddy Krueger nightmare from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5 when the girl dreams she's at the table and Freddy just keeps shoving food down her uh, down her throat. Oh, God.
1: Well, or like in 7.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like in 7, which is probably a little what's
1: bit... What's in the box? What's in the box?
0: What's in the box? <laughs> Don't tell me what's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. Oh, anyways, so uh, let's get right into this episode because because I, w- I don't want to waste any time. Let's go into it. The episode opens up, and we start by seeing, which I thought was really interesting, too. This was speculated, I believe, by one of our listeners in last ep- during last episode's uh, recap, that what if everything with Bob, what if communism was just a red herring, Joe? And what if Bob escaping was just kind of like, eh, it doesn't really matter to the whole scope of things that happens. And it ultimately was much to do about nothing at the end of the episode sasha did fuck up and it, it ended up which i think it ended up working for her closure with tyrese down
1: down the road but a little bit yeah i think it it all worked out well i think it it might hopefully i mean it would it seems a little strange that they would come right out and say it almost and it's always a little strange in my mind when when shows have to do that for an audience and i I don't really like it like she did on the rooftop late late in the episode but it does it does have a little bit of a final she has a final evolution in her new way of thinking you know so
0: in showing that maybe as much as and we can argue in and disagree or we can all we can all disagree with him but the way that Tyrese feels like this is the way he has to live his life is not letting go of the good person he was uh Sasha realized that the moment she tries to do something like that and lets her guard down bad shit happens and she can't be that kind of person and she can't live being that kind of person and I'd argue that Tyrese can't live being that kind of person I think he he's gonna get himself killed by being but being too too attached to the person he used to be right so we start off at the beginning of our episode as we said with bob number two and i I have to say right off the bat the way this episode started had me cracking up and it's it was a home run right from the beginning when you get to just see rick crimes being fucking rick crimes he was he was pissed off that they were holding him back in the last episode, and he wanted to show you who's boss right here. So we see we see Bob running, and we see Rick kind of ch- chasing after him. We see him cutting his uh, twist tie handcuff things loose as Rick chases after him. And we can and we see some a walker or two come out. And as Rick's chasing past him, he just slices the walker on the belly, and the guts ooze and, out. And
1: you, you don't even really see. I don't think it, that it's Rick Grimes chasing him at that point. You just see someone running past him, and psh, the slice of the belly. He didn't even go for the head. Like he didn't go to put down the walker. He just went and cut its belly open. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> it wonders why there was almost stay like little kids go. Once you figure out you can
1: step on ants, you're like,
0: "Ha ha! I'm gonna step on an ant!" <laughs> and her-
1: a little bit. And and that's uh. I'll come back to it later on in the at the end of the episode. We see something, and it's a vast difference. And I don't know something I want to hit on later.
0: Okay, but, we'll hmm. we'll hold on that.
1: Yeah, so, it's, it's just interesting that he didn't put down the walker. He made an attempt to hurt the walker to, to cut it somehow, but it was or, just its belly.
0: Or was it one of those things like you know how it happened not accidentally but you know how sometimes when you're excited you're in a neighborhood you're going through an area that you're used to something you feel really just cut people's bellies open no you just like (laughs) you jump up and you grab a tree branch or you hit a door you kick a door open a certain way with a karate kick i think he was just running maybe running having some fun or just being like
1: psyching himself up sure yeah so why not cut its head open instead and put it down very true very true that would take too much time no more so than it takes Michonne to. I don't. I don't. I don't buy it. it takes more time. He cut the belly open. It. D- it does. You know, if, if you had... cut its belly open, he could cut, He could have just sliced it in the head and kept running.
0: Yeah, it. I think. I think we are onto something in the fact that it means something that he didn't. That he just sliced the purse, sliced the walker, and kept going. He just didn't give a shit. And right. is that uh, is that the walker that we see later that Morgan sees later?
1: I don't believe so because I think that's at the uh school.
0: Okay, cuz I know Morgan Oh, Morgan never goes to the no, never goes to the hospital ever. He goes from the school to the church. Right. Okay. So, so anyways, uh he starts chasing him down and he gets into the Rick gets into the cop car as Bob number 2 ends up getting his uh shackles free or not his shackles aren't free. He starts he running away as uh Rick's chasing him down with the cop car. He gets on the little CB bullhorn thingy. And he yells at him and goes, excuse me, um, you're going you to want to stop. <laughs> and Bob just doesn't listen. He just keeps going. You hear Rick go, oh, I'm going to warn you again.
1: Yeah, he's not stop. a listener.
0: No, Bob doesn't like to listen. This Bob
1: too. He he, he, uh, he hears the engine speed up too behind him. He's like, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. he knows what's about to happen because he's done it to how many little girls
0: but he's but he's like my goal is to hurt the little girl so she can come back so we can take care of her rick just what rick didn't give a shit rick he knew he was he i don't i'm not sure if he thought rick was gonna hit him as hard as he did
1: I I don't think he, I don't necessarily think he thought that's what was going to happen either.
0: No, he didn't. I think he
1: thought he was going to stop him the way he stopped Noah, like pull in front of him. Exactly. Something like that. Make him fall over or something, right? But
0: no, Rick gives him one last chance and. bumps
1: him right in the butt. Oh,
0: I laughed my ass off. He just flies. (laughs) Splat. (laughs) And Bob too is like, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch.
1: there's this great long shot where you see the car parked behind bob two laying on the ground all (laughs) like mangled a little bit head bleeding foot twitching and rick's not getting out of he's not jumping to get out of the car you see some zombies coming out out from the background in a different shot so you know the zombies on their tail but he's rick's just sitting in the car waiting and it's just this big pause that wide angle of bob two just twitching on the on the ground And... and it was very it was a very nice scene to i loved the shot i thought it was great
0: and i thought it was funny how during this whole period of time rick kind of had a little smile on his face once he got out of the car he was just like
1: <sighs> i told you to stop man I did, all you had to do is stop Stop,
0: bob come on bob don't be an idiot you tried to be a hero we tried, we told you no one would get hurt if we were robbing- i think
1: he might be taking a little bit of his frustration from bob one out on bob two too <laughs> <laughs> like sasha was really ready to help him out and give him a little forgiveness and and you know all this shit i think rick's like you fucking bobs man <laughs> (laughs) what's with with you guys
0: what's with that people with the name bob that just don't fucking listen and i i thought uh i thought rick was so calm about the whole situation to just pull over he was he was just so uh clinical about it all and threat and threat to use the hot no pun intended for the hospital people he was just very very clinical about his whole uh, the way he dealt with the whole situation except for at the end of this whole scene and uh i don't
1: think so i think it was it was all perfect. I think there was a little joy at the end. I, yeah, I, I think, I think there's, you know what, you're, you've been running around killing bad people. This is an ex-police officer himself who's always done the right thing. Who's trying to protect his family, this whole group that's his family. And I think, yeah, there is a little joy when you kill one of these sons of bitches. Yeah. I think there's got to be. I think you think you're doing the right thing. You know what needs to be done, and. You can take solace in the fact that you've done something that's going to help out in the long run. Your group survive and other people survive out there as well.
0: Not to mention a little bit of you kind Not of... Not like he's
1: running around killing just killing people. That's no, this I, fucking bastard.
0: I do think Rick had a little bit of killing people blue balls for the last 24 hours, thinking no, that...
1: No, I don't think he does at all. I think that's the difference between him and all these other leaders. Don, the governor, whoever. He listens to his people. He's he it might be a rickocracy or whatever whatever it's called there, but you know what? He ultimately he does listen to exactly what his he does his family is saying to that, him. That's what what we think, and he and he's not going to argue with them and be like, no, we're going to do it my way, or I'm going to hurt you people.
0: No, no, you're you're right, and that's what makes Rick a good leader compared to some of these other yahoos that we've run into. Uh, we he have... knows
1: when to when to keep his mouth shut and to. And, and and that it's not necessarily a bad plan that they've come up with. It's just not his plan.
0: Yeah. No, right. And and uh and Rick I just believe Rick enjoys it a little bit. And we have a couple of uh, quick comments. Rick's uh, John Riley says, Fuck yeah, welcome back to the party, Rick, about Rick kicking some ass tonight. I, I would absolutely agree. Oh, yeah. Uh, in threat not to mispronounce your handle, I'm going to say MLH, Miku loves his Zaku. I might have done that all right, but for future reference, I'm just going to say MLH so I don't screw it up at all like a boss. Yeah, Rick, when he hits like a boss, and he says, silence, Bob, number two, but nope, he has run over. I, and I loved how he just bashed him. And, and in that moment, as I, as I was saying, and Joe agrees, Rick showed a little bit of joy for the fact that this guy just wouldn't stop. And, and almost a little bit of,
1: this guy's going to... He's going to kill one of them. He's, he, we know that he went into this wanting to shoot them all <laughs> and just go get Beth and Carol back. And so he wanted to shoot the guy that, that Daryl wrestled with. But Daryl wouldn't let him. He, Yeah, no, he's he's more than happy to shoot this guy. You know, for, so when he's on the ground, he's like, I think you broke my back. And Rick's like, you know, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know, all you had to do was stop. You broke your own back, you know, giving him the, the cop thing. You didn't have to. Why'd you resist? You didn't have to resist. Your arm got broken because you resisted, <laughs> asshole. So then the guy's like, oh, you know, uh, just take me back to the hospital. I swear we'll we'll, we'll work this out. We'll work this there's no taking there's you not, back. Yeah, there's no going back you're, now, you're Bob. Just in, you, wanted, you said you wanted the peaceful resolution and to go home at the end of the day. And then you lured one of my people out into a hallway and tried to push her out a fucking window. Mm-hmm. Bashed her head against it. No, sorry, buddy. You don't get any other chance. <laughs> That's it. You know, you're lucky I just didn't run you. You're lucky I said stop. (laughs) (laughs) I know, you're lucky I
0: gave you that chance. And I think you might be onto something with the Rick Grimes hates Bob's thing. Because the way he keeps saying Bob to him, he's like, Bob, I warned you, Bob.
1: What did I tell you? Like, he's having this conversation with somebody else. Almost like Hal in 2001, right?
0: Listen, listen, Dave. I just
1: can't do that for you, Bob. Sorry, Bob. There's there's no going
0: back now, Bob. End of the line, Bob. (laughs) It's calculations equal that the Terminator must execute you at this moment goodbye bob
1: bam it, um. at least he shot him in the head right he could have just been shot him in the in the legs and let the zombies eat him
0: yeah yeah and and we've seen rick grimes do things like that yeah to people. he couldn't get up yeah, no, he, he, he at least put it, he put him out of his misery. We've seen when Rick's really pissed at people, he'll let them just get eaten. Let them, no. me, don't kill him. I want them to turn. And, you know, he, he'll, he'll get really intense. He wasn't that pissed at Bob. I think in a weird way, he had a little bit of respect for Bob. Tri- way to try, Bob. Way to go. But you, you should have just stopped. You, your back wouldn't be broke. You'd be a hostage. We would have brought you back because my, yeah. my group's plan was to not kill you. You, But you put me in an awesome opportunity that your, your back's broken now. I might as well kill you. Bam. Right.
1: And ultimately, we know because <laughs> we have hindsight, we've seen the show, uh, or future sight. Ultimately, it would have worked out. It would have been a great deal. She would have been getting three hostages yep. for two hostages, which would be car- three for three, essentially.
0: Then you could have argued for the Noah situation and said, I'm giving you right. three. You're and getting
1: three. We're keeping three. We're keeping That's three. it. Deal. But,
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> And I'll try. I'll try to do this in the best voice, John. John Riley. This guy Bob was you big dummy. <laughs> he was just a big. He was a big <laughs> dummy. And John also says there is no coming back, Bob. Yeah, Bob. It's it's gone. And Rick did you a favor. He shot you in the head. You're not turning back into a walker. You're if if that's if if that's something you're into. If 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 your big thing is that's what you're if that's what you're into. If that's what you're into. <laughs> So after our uh, open, after Badass Rick, we went from Badass Motherfucking Rick with his wallet, Badass Motherfucker, and to to probably our least badass on the team. But if anybody showed a little bit tonight, I keep been trying to make a case for this Father Gabriel stuff. And I've been making case to you, Joe, the last couple of weeks that maybe he's showing some growth. And I mean, no. No, he's still a shithead. where well, g- we
1: see him limp. He, what is this? Where we see him limp? Where he finally ends up at?
0: No, the, yeah, the, it, right after our open, we see Father Gabriel at the walkers uh, and walkers at the middle school trying to. B- bounce right. Up. This the is
1: where rummaging through shit on the ground. Yeah, and this is
0: where problems. the the hunters cooked up
1: Bob, and right, uh, cause he did hear he did hear the story in the previous episode where they said, oh, there was a bunch of walkers behind the door, banging at the door. Yeah. They cooked my leg on a on a mattress thing or something like that at the middle school. And he was,
0: he was looking for something because he surmised because that's how he knew this location that his weird, the girl from his uh, congregation that he has some sort of weird relationship with that we haven't got to. I mean, we know he obviously had an affair with this woman and has some sort of romantic relationship or had a romantic relationship.
1: That woman was at the uh, food dispensary.
0: But But that was the Bible he picked up, had her name in it. A Bible from Mary Brooks. He picked it up, or maybe he was just picking up a random Bible. I could, I could be wrong. I here.
1: think it was just another like, uh like he saw the cross on the woman that he threw on top of the tree uh, right stump, on. and he and then so he went to further find evidence at the school apparently, and then he gets there and there's a Bible there, another sign from God that maybe <laughs> these people did the right thing, right? And, know, then see, and, and then and he sees the leg on the on the yeah on the cage too. Yep. And on we the, s-
0: and we see how little of Bob, and we see how little of Bob's leg actually got eaten. Uh, after a few bites, I think Bob should have held out on the tainted meat line a little longer. Oh, right.
1: That's what I'm saying. They should have. He should have waited till that leg was gone, and they come back for seconds from yeah. his other leg. Yeah. Oh yeah, he right. Should have been like, dudes. Guess right, what?
0: right when they have the toe and ketchup, he's like, "By the way, guys, uh, I'm tainted meat. Tainted meat."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I think them kebabs have gone bad. <laughs> they smell a little like feet. So he
0: picks. Up, he also picks up a deck of uh, cards, a backpack, and he finds uh, the Bible with the name Mary B- Mary B on it. And he looks and sees Bob's leg, and he throws the uh, oh. throws Bob's leg away- around.
1: Speaking of Bob's leg, here, let me ask you a question: How long it had been since Bob had showered or cleaned his feet or changed his socks? So you choose his fucking leg to cut off and throw on the grill. You know, when they took his sock and shoe off, what must that have smelled like? (laughs) And you're like, oh, this is going to be the appetizing cut. Yeah, and that's why he
0: said you tasted better than I thought you'd taste. But maybe he meant smell. Maybe (laughs) you tasted better than you smelled. Uh, John Riley says, let me get the walkers attention, bring you to them, make you open up your safe place. And it's gone. Yep. And it's gone. And he goes towards the wood. Uh, he goes and he picks up all that stuff. And as he uh, kicks over Bob's leg, the walkers kind of pound their way out of the school and start charging towards him. And as he runs towards the woods, and of course, as Joe predicted last week, like a dumbass, he leads this army of walkers back to the church to put in danger Michonne, Carl, and the baby.
1: Right. Unfortunately, they didn't go through the floor after them. Like I thought
0: they were No, and, and eventually, you have to figure that they might have eventually tunneled their way out of there, but they were able to pound through the door later, and later, pound through the church after they do the little switcheroo here. So anyways, he, he goes right back to the church, and he's trying to get back in, and he's screaming outside, Michonne, help me, let me in, let me in, help me, doing the same thing that obviously has to be mentioned, doing the same thing that he did not let people in earlier. Quit-
1: Quick note on his way from the middle school to the church and he's running to the church. He goes by a tree that has a symbol mark. on it. Yes. I forgot that. Or it was on his way up to the middle school, I think, but on one of what well, either on his way to the middle school or back to the middle school, there was, he runs by a tree, I think right on his way up to the church or something. I don't know. There was a mark on a tree, which, which was the, I think maybe the first time we've seen these marks since, the hunt, uh, hunters died. Since, and Morgan. And Morgan's whole situation.
0: So, uh, John Riley would also add that maybe that sweat and all that disgusting stuff would just be tasty seasoning, perhaps. Marinating, as Katie just said. Marinating. It just,
1: it's just more dank parmesan. Danker <laughs> parmesan.
0: Now, now, MLH says Hank Hill was furious that they just didn't use propane to cook pots. <laughs> <laughs> and bomb house, like, damn man, the bob there, damn bob there. now just taste that, like, taste like, taste like taint meat. Chocolate. taint meat. <laughs> so so my question to you in this situation, Joe, is if you're Michonne and Carl, do you do you let screaming Father Gabriel in?
1: I guess if you're in this group, you let Father Gabriel in. Yeah. Um if you're not in this group, if you're other people, probably not. Now do but no. I think this group has made the decision long ago that they help good people or people they think <laughs> are good or they give they want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Okay, let me let me ask right. you when someone's a part of the group, they're a part of the group and they've spent 48 hours, 72 hours with this guy. Carl wants to teach him how to protect himself. They, you know, he's given them shelter and helped them, you know, take on the the cannibals maybe yeah no you help you help him back into the church i
0: know i mean you're, you're speaking the very pc answer joe what do you do? <laughs> you, do you do you do you leave his ass out there
1: uh well i think i'd end up i'd be how the fuck did you get out there <laughs> dummy <you> bi- <laughs> what the hell are you doing out there <laughs> to
0: bring this back from john Yeah, you big dummy i mean so what, you just yelled through the door what are you doing out there
1: what <laughs> What, what do you think we <laughs> yeah. we hammered the door shut for, you know? Nailed the door shut. What's the matter yeah. with you? What are you Th- doing out there?
0: Thank you, Kate. Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Come on, dude. That's not what I said. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I paraphrased it a little bit. I took I it as my fuck own. fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut, you're out of your element here, Donnie. <laughs> so... So, but Michonne decides to actually help him out here. Michonne and Carl go, go right into action, and they they bust down the really awesome uh, door block that they had there protecting themselves. They busted it down, and they let uh, Gabriel in, and uh, all the walkers kind of. F- they Carl shoots a couple of them. Michonne goes all samurai, awesome on samurai, wow on a few. <laughs> she she uh she, she she shows her fighting skills which we haven't
1: Look at my ticking clock, do you want to suck my cock? <laughs> <laughs> But we
0: haven't we haven't seen Michonne fight like this in a while so it was good to kind of see michonne back into her kicking ass form for at least two seconds here.
1: Yeah, she went all <laughs> And for whatever
0: for whatever it's worth, even though she had probably they gave her the least to do in this Half season or season, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I This was probably her best episode of the season so far. She, she was cool in her scenes. I, I dug Michonne tonight. And it looks like if we'd go anything from our previews for our new, for our second half of the season, it looks like Michonne might be, a, she's featured more in the trailer. So let's hope that maybe she, her character has a little bit more to do in the second half cuz I love, I love what she's added to the character from when she started on the show, added a lot more humor, a lot more rounded of a character. It would just be cool to see more of her on the show cuz she's fucking awesome and she kicks some serious yeah. ass tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the way she handled to get to get Father Gabriel in, she, you know, Carl's like going to try to pull the board off and she's like get out of the way and she just hammers through this plank, rips it off opens up the door, and when Gabriel runs in, the uh, walkers, of course, are hot on his heels, and she slices through a bunch of them.
0: John says God will protect him, though. No worries.
1: Gabriel's fine. God, oh, hey. God has protected this guy right from the start. You know, for what it's worth, this is a man of God who's spent whatever portion of his life praying that he's supposedly this holy man, and he didn't let people into the church. But he's, he's still alive. And for a pious man, that's actually either gonna say something to you. I mean, if he thinks this is the revelations, then he's already doomed. And this if, if this isn't revelations, then he's been saved. Yeah. By every action, and it's all because of God, having locked himself in the house of God.
0: In the same way that Abe <laughs> the same way that Eugenes use manipulation to be alive to the same point.
1: Right. But I, I think by the end of the episode, of course, by by this point, by him knocking on the door, you know, you begging for them to be to let in, I think he realizes now. Yeah. And I don't understand why he wouldn't have realized then when he was, uh, like, trapped on the rock when they first stumbled upon him, in like, f- what exactly he had done to the people out there.
0: I think maybe he needed to see some good people, see some people doing some hard – making some hard choices, excuse me, and putting themselves on the line for other people to – to kind of get a little bit of growth, and I guess we did see some growth with him. We saw him actually using the machete tonight, killing a few, killing a walker. Uh, or at least trying um, when he when he was going on. Oh, he's
1: when we, he's no, he did not kill a walker. He
0: sliced one.
1: No, he did not. His machete killed one when he when the yeah when the zombie fell onto it. Right, the, he, sir, I'm am giving him that kill. That again, that was a miracle from God. Right, I'm giving him hallelujah, Joe. I'm he giving even him got that
0: out of there with the machete. Joe, his 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 season batting average is so low. He's almost going back to the minor leagues. I want to give him the hit. We're gonna get. Gi- yeah, he's an offer. We're gonna give him one hit here. We're gonna give no, him. No, a-
1: that was that kills God. That was an act of God. You <laughs> give that one to God. You come on, man. Come on. Yeah, that was that was an act of God.
0: Okay, okay, fair, fair but enough.
1: Four is Gabriel. <laughs> All right, we'll give it to him. We'll give. Come on, he, come on. He deserves we'll it. it he, he needs it. That's splitting hairs.
0: <laughs> yeah oh, <dun-dun-dun-sh>. oh okay <laughs> so gabriel gabraham uh, gabriel tells uh <laughs> gabriel, <laughs> gabriel tells them this is where he does the first almost selfless act that he he that he's done since we've met him he says he'll hold them off at the door while carl escapes with the baby and well,
1: first he says he says go to the rectory because there's too many of them for michonne to d- keep slicing through she slices through like four or five and then realizes there's like 20 more on their way through the door. And she knows that, you know, it's tiring chopping your way through and she's not going to be able to do it with Judith strapped to her back all wrapped up. She's, she's, yeah, shaking baby syndrome big time. The way she's, you know, swinging that sword and kicking zombies. And so Gabriel says, you know, back to the rectory in the rectory. So they all run to back to the office where he, yeah, he's got a hole in the rectory, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eight-year-olds, dude.
1: Eight-year-olds. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> Is that that immature.
0: <laughs> no, wreck, erect. So, so. Wrecked them and they kill them. So he holds the door, and he actually does makes himself useful and holds the door while the other, while the rest of them escape. Tells him to get the baby outside, and that he'll come afterwards. And this is where we're gonna. I'm giving him the kill, but uh, Joe's in con- contesting the kill.
1: No, uh, no, I'm not gonna contest it. That would that, like I said, I used the bad pun. I concede.
0: Okay, so Gabe, Ga- Gabriel's able to somehow miraculously uh, kill a Walker, and he comes out with his blade all bloody and gives Michonne like, ah. ah see, I did it, and and says I can't run anymore. You dumbass, why'd you run in the first place? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not running anywhere. No. And, <laughs> and uh, Michonne gets a brilliant yet simple plan that, oh, all these walkers chased ran in there to chase after us. Let's just lock the door and hammer it shut. Done deal. And uh, and then they just stop and they wait. And uh, and they have no place to go. I, I kind of don't like the plan of just staying there on the lawn. I know they don't have any place to go but it seems like they're just sitting out there while the uh, walkers are pounding at the door.
1: Eventually they'll break through the door like they did at the school.
0: Exactly. Eventually it's going to happen. They should have they should have maybe at least, you know, taken a walk down the road a little bit or some something. Just gotten out of the line of sight. But right.
1: yeah, anyways. Well, yeah, they should they're and right back to season 1. Right back a secondary meeting spot if we have to book right from the escape of the prison, right from the the uh they they had it with the Sophia thing they left the farm and they all went back to where they lost Sophia. it was like an automatic secondary like bug out place and they haven't set one since they were at the prison for all that time and when the prison went to shit they didn't have a specific spot that they would all try to get to what the fuck Hmm. now again now that half the group is leaving and the People, the babies being—they didn't have like a. If we need to, if if shit goes bad here, meet us at this other rally spot. Meet us at the middle school. Meet us somewhere else. You know, like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, that. When it really comes down to it, this team's really good at action. And
1: where's your fire escape plan?
0: They're not good at pre-planning. Our our group, our group is very good in the moment and very good at uh, at strategizing for for action when it comes down to it. But they're not good at uh, but isn't
1: that the shit you're supposed to teach your, your kid? Like, if the if a fire happens, yeah. you go out the window or of the first floor, you go, and then you go to your neighbor, this neighbor's house, or you go to the convenience store, or whatever. Yeah, but it is these are like. the people
0: that let let uh, uh, a pile of walkers build up at the fence of the prison just because just because they were just because, and have someone not keeping watch that you couldn't hear a tank rolling down the street to come right up to the front of the gate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so so I mean, maybe they make those things stealth.
0: Yeah, so maybe that, yeah, it was a stealth tank. It was one of those uh, new new military grade stealth tanks that has a cloaking system. They borrowed it from the Romulans. They're not allowed to use it in the, uh, in, the in the demilitarized zone. I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. I mean, for whatever it's worth, like, these people are really good at getting the plan down and outsmarting the bad guy, but they're not good at pre planning, not good at preparing necessarily. It uh, seems
1: like they, fa- they get a failing grade for survival, even though they're survived, the sur- like, the surviving pack. Like if you were to grade them on survival, like uh, they're the basics, they don't necessarily have. Yeah. They can make a fire and they know to find shelter and how to scavenge and shit like that. But like for that basic planning, like,
0: Oh, Steve would like to add that the spikes, which I didn't, I, I didn't connect them. The spikes. Oh, the organ. Yeah. We're from the church of Oregon. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Steve. I, 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 it was interesting. And that was the first moment that, that, uh, that Gabriel really took his, took his own when he grabbed one of those to fight them off in that moment.
1: Yeah, I thought it was kind of strange too because when, when we see them ripping the, the pipe organ apart last last week, we see Daryl drive one into the ground right there, but I kind of thought he was just collecting them up to do something else with, maybe make a battering ram or yeah. you know, to fix them to the truck, the zombie ramming things. But no, they put them out in front of the porch of the church as like a barrier for walkers to hang walkers up. And it kind of would work it, it didn't but, yeah. Longer. and as we see, it real. It's slow so enough for a minute, but once twenty are on top of it, like that's it. No, like,
0: yeah, the, the the sheer force of them going forward. It, it's it's a stall technique if you have one or two coming in because right.
1: And if you have actual people coming, that what were those? <laughs> those weren't you know, like Bob with a gimp foot that he had spiked on a board on a nail, went right through them. Oh.
0: They left us toothpicks.
1: Oh, look, look I can,
0: uh, I can I can I can pick bob out of my teeth. Look. Ooh, great. MLH like to add they get too comfortable in one spot. Yeah, they do. They get comfortable, they settle in and they stop or that's been sort of a uh, a pattern with them. They've started One being- other
1: thing I want to mention about those is uh, it reminded me very much after having that mark on the tree which reminded me of Morgan immediately. Having that, seeing those set up in front of the door, it was very reminded clear. Be very much of the town. How Morgan had set up the town to catch walkers on yeah, like rudimentary shit.
0: The clear episode, right? The, clear, clear, and and even more with the spikes. To it reminded me a little bit of Braveheart when you grab them too. And the, the as we mentioned last week with the <laughs> twice as long,
1: twice as, twice as, as long
0: as men. men. Yeah. Okay. So so, uh, so as we come back from commercial break, we see Sasha and Tyrese, and we see Rick coming in there and Daryl too. Rick says uh, the guy would not stop and I just had to put him down and uh, it would change things. Daryl says, well, maybe not. Maybe 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 these cops wanted him dead. They said there was problems with Don. These cops argued with him uh, last week when he said when he talked about the plan. So maybe they might see this as an opportunity. So why don't we still go talk to them and try to figure out some sort of peaceful solution to the situation? So Rick and Daryl go and talk to the two cops. Uh, the female cop, I'm not sure of her name. She says Bob Two was a good guy, and she just kind of goes immediately into a quick lie and says he was attacked by rotters, as they call.
1: It's uh, a shame. And yeah, she doesn't a shame. give them a chance to say anything. She's just like, yeah, Bob, Bob, Lim, he, Bob Two. He was a great guy. It's a shame he got eaten by walkers. Yeah,
0: he fell. He fell. I didn't see anybody hit him. He fell in
1: the he fell in the shower. I did. I didn't see it. Yeah, exactly. And uh fell on 22 dicks in that shower. I've never seen nothing like it. Nothing. You just kept slipping on banana peels. <laughs> banana peel to dick. Banana peel to dick. It was the craziest thing I've ever
0: seen in my life. Darnest <laughs> thing. He kept saying this is like an episode of Donkey Kong or something. DK is here. <laughs> so so Rick gets into his face and Daryl as well and goes, or her face, and goes, uh, you're a pretty good liar. You're just BSing me. Uh, he said yesterday that a deal wouldn't work. What changed your, you said yesterday that a deal wouldn't work. What changed your mind? And she said, listen here, guys, I'm just grasping at straws. I want to live. And I hate Dawn. We want Dawn out. This just gives us an opportunity to say Dawn's weak. So and we don't give a shit about your two people. Take your two people. Uh, this would just, this is a win-win situation for us. And uh, Rick kind of turns to the other guy. What do you What do you think, other guy? What do you think, guy, bald, other dude? And and uh, he said he's uh he's afraid to look weak, or that Dawn's afraid to look weak. That she'll see the trade as a ripoff if she knew that you killed other Bob. So let's so let's just tell the truth here. That Bob got eaten by a rotter, That he that that's just what happened.
1: Right. She'd never be. she never settle for it if you knew if. She knew that we that you killed one of us. She would never be able to say, okay, let's make a deal because it would mean to everybody else that people were allowed to kill us and then make a deal with us.
0: Absolutely, and it also sets up the fact that we see it as the episode kind of dwindles along with Dawn, we see how batshit crazy she is and how she's- Oh, obs- she's
1: so far gone.
0: And so obsessed with the idea of things need to be similar to the claimers, but the claimers at least had a rhythm about it. The way she is everything needs to be even it needs to be even
1: definitely got a little bit of ocd going on yeah absolutely uh we see when she's with beth later with the picture frame and shit yeah
0: so Um, so we go right to dawn after this on an exercise bike just because it's the zombie apocalypse doesn't mean she can let uh big hips creep up she needs to stay in shape girl and she's staying on that exercise bike keeping in shape which i think it's smart in the zombie apocalypse you need to stay in shape and
1: and, these oh, and so this is this is the right i'm thinking what the fuck she's on she's on an exercise bike know, right she's now on, on like, a fucking exercise bike it's important though you got to keep your cardio up you don't want to you don't want to uh, she's eating all that hey, oh. zombie usa uh, cardio is like rule number 1 i think or rule number 2 like in zombie usa thought, you know terrific zombieland usa zombieland usa you you, j- double, yeah. so double, she's double, double tap. You know, those rules are are, are universal, you <laughs> know, and take those with you in life. <laughs> so we also always buckle up, always double tap, <laughs> 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 you know. I, so Beth's, cardio, cardio, cardio.
0: So as she's working on her cardio for the day, uh, Beth's on the forefront, the front of the scene, and uh, and. And Don and Beth are kind of talking. And as Joe mentioned, Beth comes over with a picture and it's of Hanson. We we hear a little bit more about Hanson and Beth talks about how there's rumors about what she did to him. And she gets into how he was a mentor, he was a friend. She misses him, but the part of the, that's the part of the story that gets left out. She will hear about him, what I did to him, uh, the risk the lives. Uh, every time, no matter what he said, this guy lost it, and I killed him. I basically, basically, she comes down without bogging it down to everything she said here. She admitted that she murdered him because he, quote unquote, lost his way. He lost sight of everything.
1: Yeah, no, and from everything I gather, <coughs> it's very much so that um, I think he was the the last good cop that you know Bob Two's talking about that. I think he was actually keeping everybody in line and this was actually going to be a good place. And I think the other cops weren't having that. They this is the end of the fucking world and I'm not going to stay. I'm, you know, I got the gun. They don't have why should I save these people anymore unless they're going to be my people. And there was a,
0: There was also a bit of foreshadowing in the scene where she says there'll be a time a time will come where you'll need backup and you can't get it. Uh, I'm not an idiot. I know that you know that woman. Talking about Carol, uh, and I, I'm this might this might be I might be jumping ahead to the next scene, but later later in the scene she also calls her on the fact that she knows Carol and everything like that. But we'll get to that in a second. So after that scene, we hear we learned a lot more.
1: Well, This is where we see a little bit more of her OCD too. She tells Beth is going to put the picture on the desk, and she's like, "No, you put it up there." when she goes to put it up on top of the bureau, there's the three, bat with those badges. And she's, three badges. No, really over here. Put it over here, Beth. Two other, two other, ba- and their name tags in front of it, like a little memoriam to the fallen brethren of the police, you know, aristocracy.
0: So do we get another Game of Thrones sort of thing where she's referring to Beth as her ward? Is that her, Theon? No, no, you know, Theon Greyjoy? It's just a
1: fancy way of saying slave, apparently. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, whatever.
1: Whatever that's. Like. As, as we see when, uh, when it, as we see later. <laughs> yep. So, so, so the Carl, so don't, and, I don't think we hear anybody use that term until, until this episode.
0: Right. And I guess that's their term for cl- proclaimed. Proclaimed. Right. It's, it's, this is my ward. This is my, uh, my servant boy.
1: So this is the, uh, this is, this is the governor slash claimed gang. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yes. So we go to Carl and Michonne and Judith and Gabriel. As Michonne just casually asked him where he went, he says he had to see, he had to know, as the walkers they're making their way he just had to see what was all what it was all about. He had to make sure that what everyone did was the right thing.
1: And I thought immediately, fucking bullshit. What the fuck? You Bob gets thrown these people come out of nowhere, they say. Yeah, what your did life. he
0: have to see, Joe?
1: What exactly did the fuck did he have to right. see? The Bob had two legs. Now, Bob doesn't. Have yeah, Bob's
0: to. lying. He's Bob just.
1: Like the motherfuckers ate my leg. Yeah.
0: No, Bob slipped on a banana peel and fell on a saw and cut off his <laughs> leg.
1: <laughs> it was a horrible accident at the yeah. lumber mill this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. I'm sorry. What did you have to see? And then these people showed up, you know, and, and were threatening to kill everybody and eat everybody in the place right in front of you before you trapped them and ended up slaughtering them.
0: Yeah, what exactly like, did you have to see?
1: Exactly. Exactly. I was very upset with like, really? You had to see for yourself what (laughs) you had to get those signs from God, the cross, the Bible, and then be chased back. And then you two were left out banging on the door. Help me, help me, like your flock was. Oh, I was very, I was a little upset with that whole, that whole bit. I got to say.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. It bothered me a little bit because it didn't, it didn't really make sense. Why the hell? That's why I figured that's where my brain went.
1: (laughs) Find a random fucking Bible too at the cannibal pit.
0: Yeah, that that's where my that's why my brain went to thinking that it's he knew someone that was there and that's why he went back there to get the book. But I that's why because that's the only thing that possibly makes sense to why he needed to go there. But other than that, it's just, it just seems like dumbassery, a little bit of Tomfoolery and stupidity.
1: Was he quote was 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 uh was cannibal number one? Was he quoting? I forget his name already, which I don't even, you don't even need to remind you. Was Gareth? he quoting the Bible at all? Gareth, yeah, okay, yeah, Gareth. Was he quoting the Bible, or oh, was that his mother's? What was his mother's name? Was his mother Mary? His, was his, that her Bible? His mother's
0: name was Tasha Yar. Okay,
1: was that Tasha Yar's Bible that <laughs> he left there? But he wouldn't have le- if he took it. Her all the name way there, was he Ma- have left her name was with Bob's leg. Her name was Mary. So maybe that was Mary's Bible.
0: Perhaps we might have uncovered it
1: was there something ripped out of the Bible it yeah like something I missed
0: out. I kind of missed that part I was looking down taking notes and I missed what he pulled out of the Bible if anyone knows, please put in the comment section
1: like, I forget did he leave like a note pinned to Bob's shirt from a Bible page or something with something highlighted if, on it
0: if anything happens to my son, please finish Bob's leg
1: <laughs> you know something like that. Co- go to the hospital immediately. We've <laughs> taken your leg and your kidney. <laughs> Keep ice on wound.
0: <laughs> Fear not. So as as I said, we go back to Carl Michonne and Judith and Gabriel. And Michonne asks him where he went, and yep, he just had to see something. So the Walkers make their way out of the church and they start uh, attack, getting ready to attack them. When when right at the nick of time, dun 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 dun, Gabriel, Glenn, Maggie, Tara. Rosita and Eugene show up, and the truck pulls in, bangs into the church, and we see Maggie and Glenn come out, and everyone's having a having hugs, and uh, they, they're like, "What happened? What happened?" Well, Glenn-
1: they pull straight through the church porch, they and barricade the the uh yeah, the the walkers. You know what they did? They did pull? Or did was it just the? No, yeah, uh- they
0: barricaded. Yeah, they just smashed it. Yeah, they smashed into it with the fire truck.
1: Okay, because that confused me because there was a porch later on when gabriel walked up the stairs and into the not gabriel uh morgan walked up or maybe he just it was just a metal pipe in the first couple of stairs or something
0: yeah or Definitely or wash that again or a little uh or a little gremlins or little little people came in and fixed it because they filmed it the, earlier well, or something
1: all the, all the zombies were dead and the doors were open too so maybe uh Maybe Gabriel and Abraham and all them were like, well, let's fix the porch of the church before we leave. That's the least we can do. Yeah, it
0: took them long enough to get to the uh, hospital. So, no, that po- possibly it that
1: happened. It is just four rooms and a wall.
0: After yeah, all. it is. It's just four. It's just four rooms. And, I can't do a Magiac. I'm sorry. That was horrible. Four walls and a roof. Four walls and a roof. So, uh, so they asked what's up with DC? Why are you guys here? And they say Eugene was lying. Uh, DC, DC is a Is nothing there's nothing to nothing to see here move
1: along move along
0: and here's where we get it folks i nearly jumped up and down and danced someone mentions the hospital and they went to go get beth and maggie
1: says it michonne says uh as soon as they as soon as they get out of the the truck uh michonne goes straight from uh maggie and says beth's alive they went to go get her she's at grady memorial hospital
0: joe the important thing to remember here this is the second time that we've effect that we've caused change on the walking dead i believe that someone was watching this and they Uh, reshot the scene maggie's hair color is very very different than the scene right now i'm kidding but uh, it happened it happened
1: and i was she she was very happy very happy was very happy convincingly happy that to hear that Beth was alive and they knew that where she was and they were going to get her right. And
0: convincing enough to show that she must've really, really thought she was dead.
1: And, uh, I think Tara immediately turns around and says, well, then let's go save your sister. Let's get, let's get a move on.
0: Yeah. Tara's that classic dude. She, she's the one that makes things legendary. You know, she needs yeah. to, th- she needs to throw in the comment and make it, you know, let's,
1: well, let's straight too, because this is an immediately, uh, we see uh, Abraham now has another mission.
0: Yep. Yeah, gives Abraham something to do.
1: And I think we see them driving there in a cut scene later of them just like on their way there. And Abraham's looking in the mirror of the fire truck. And uh, and uh, Eugene is passed out sleeping or, or you know, in it... the back of the truck. And you get the feeling like, okay, you know, something else to keep me going well, no, it, it was a uh, it was interesting. I don't know what exactly to think of it, but no, it was an
0: interesting know. shot. And you saw Abraham give Eugene a little not a smile, but look at him and kind of just feel like he's doing a lot better right now. And I I kind of wish we got a scene talking to Eugene a little bit, but seeing him at least for that one second was good enough. No, no. his
1: whole face is caved in. There's no smiling either. That's no
0: John's. Like
1: four hours after the only time this guy's ever been seriously punched in the face by somebody.
0: John says Abraham's still doing the silent treat, treatment type thing and he thinks you He's ge- a roll up
1: in a ball kind of guy not like I get your face punched three times in a
0: row. That's true. And John thinks he's he might be in a coma. And, and I he maybe he did look kind of like like his eyes were rolled back up in his head. But I think I think he's awoken from the coma.
1: <laughs> he did awake from the coma. We saw that, but he's not in any any shape to be uh, smiling or I don't like, yeah. I, was he even standing up when we saw them all standing outside of the truck? I don't think he was standing. I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, he's, him not, entering entering any,
0: he's not entering any, he's uh, not entering any tap dancing contests anytime soon. He's, he's not, he's not, he's, he's not do he's not getting out of bed anytime soon. He's going to be sleeping in the back of the bus for a while. So uh, we go after this to the cop, to our new rapey cop uh, yelling at Santa orderly from last week. For for bad sewing, you're a bad sewer, Santa. Bad, bad, bad.
1: <laughs> and uh, with the strawberries, that, that Beth bribes to uh, throw a, a distraction so she can get the meds to pump into Carol. Yep. This is the old guy that the cop is yelling at. You this I told you to sew my shirt. You didn't sew my shirt. There's still a hole in it. Darn my socks.
0: Yep. Bitch. And and uh, and Beth Beth says, "Don't talk to him like that.
1: Stop." stop, stop. And he, he asks pushes her. him down too. He like knocks him on the ground. Yep. The old guy.
0: And then when Beth intervenes, he turns to Beth very rapily, says, are you good with a needle and thread? And Don says, I need her and grabs her and walks off. Well, so.
1: she, yeah, she comes through the door, right as Beth's saying something, she comes through the door and walks right by the cop and the old guy pushed down, glances at, him, doesn't even make any kind of, gesture for the guy to be okay or help him up or care whatsoever that he was on the floor was 100% callous
0: yep absolutely and uh our next scene we see beth kind of like john McClain sitting in the elevator shaft uh kind of just sitting there And don walks up and says santa his name's the character's name's percy is going to be okay uh and she she jokes to her are you going to jump beth and beth says she just wants to be alone nothing nothing is okay and, and uh, Santa's not going to be okay. Nothing's okay. And uh, she says to her, Beth, "You're not going anywhere." And uh, and she turns to Don and says, "Don, neither are you." Beth says, "You keep saying that. You're letting all this happen. Letting everything that happens here happen till all this is over, and then someone's going to thank you." But but this is who you are now. The things that happen here are your responsibility. You take responsibility for it all, Don. So you're that person that lets rape happen, lets all this the horrible this shit happen. And
1: you are this bitch that I think you are, and that's all there is to and that's who you are. You've let you've let whatever it is change you to the point where this is now exactly the way things are always going to be for you. Because nobody is coming. Nobody is going to save us. Nobody is going to – there is no military going to sweep through. If there was, they already napalmed the city. They're not showing their face anywhere near that
0: absolutely and uh, don reacts by saying listen i saved your life twice i know you killed <clears throat> rapey cop number one and that other dude
1: you're a cop killer cop killer Which, you know what she really didn't kill kill the guy and even if she did kill him or knock him out so that the zombie could kill her kill him um no she didn't kill the guy the zombie did
0: yeah Absolutely. I mean, it, it's the Batman thing from Batman Begins. Uh, I did, I'm do. i not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. She, oh, she did send in there,
1: you. you know, knowing that they were dead. And I'm sure she could have gleaned that. Don says to her, I know you killed them. I saw the broken jar. She's like, I wouldn't kill anybody. She goes, yes, you did. I saw the broken jar. What? When yeah. you got there, I'm sure there were two fucking zombies or one zombie eating a, a one walker rotter, eating you know, Biter. Lieutenant Raper. That uh <laughs> Raper. What, really? You saw the broken jar in the room where two people had a, a huge struggle? With somebody was about to get eaten by a walker? What the fuck is really? That's your evidence.
0: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> come on, Don. You're you're reaching here. I mean you know you're you're suppositioning, but you don't have any actual proof that anything right. happened to Beth. That Beth did anything.
1: Right. And everything that Beth says while she's at this hospital, and even when she's with Daryl before she gets taken, she's really smart. She start or we really start to see exactly how smart she is. Yeah, yeah she was a flake and she had some emotional issues and then she kind of seemed flaky and she was just the nanny for a little while. But when she starts being alone with with Daryl, we start getting some real character development with her and we start seeing just how smart she is, just how caring she is and a a good person she is when she's with Daryl. And when she gets to the hospital, we see that over the time what Daryl did with her and surviving made her a warrior. She was able to get Noah out and she's able to take beatings constantly from this woman Dawn over the last couple of weeks and still say, Hey, you know what? You're a fucking idiot. And you're a bitch rape allowing, you know, you're no good. You're not a good person. And she keeps telling Don this over and over again, <laughs> in spite of the fact that she's going to get her ass kicked for saying this stuff or even thrown to the rapists.
0: Absolutely. I'm not going to try to b- butcher your name right now. And I don't have the phoneticness in front of me. So, Oh man, he says sorry, I'm late. All I can say is fuck Gabe- Gabriel. Yeah. Fuck Gabriel. You're absolutely right. Uh, John says, I have a feeling he's going to go insane and become some crazy cult stuff. Uh, john i hope my... didn't
1: he already when when before the walker apocalypse wasn't he already into some cult stuff yeah a little sorry bit sorry for whoever's a, a baptist apocalyptic <laughs> church goer or apocalyptic ap- hostilistic or oh,
0: whatever it is. Good guy. I know where you're going with that. That, that was a, a good try to pun. That was awesome. My officers need to be happy. Uh Candy Perez says, I wish they would have just took Dawn out when she asked for Noah. Yeah, just shot her dead right. Rick should have been like, no, you you you're not in a position to ask for anything else. Bam, motherfucker, bam. Uh, and MLH says anyone could have broken that jar. Yeah, anybody
1: could have broken that jar. Right, yeah, anybody. The jar was broken in a room that was trashed from people fighting. Really, like your whole desk. Pe- he was trying to rape her across your desk. It wasn't just the jar that was broken. There was another woman who slit her wrists behind your desk. There was all that blood all over. It's the place.
0: like my cousin Vinny Logic when Ralph Macho stealing the can of tuna.
1: I killed the. I killed the clerk. I- yeah yeah. I, yeah yeah I killed the clerk we have a confession so, yeah, no, yeah no no
0: come on no it didn't happen Beth Beth has no a- so
1: you admit it what no, do you mean what do you I, mean I, no I, I killed the clerk what?
0: it's like a who's on first joke here so you, she's like you killed Gorman and the other dude you're a cop killer. I know what you did and I protected
1: you and we helped that patient I healed I, I saved you twice she says she's twice. still counting the dragging her back in. <laughs> From the side of the room. Noah, that's a second saving of her.
0: It's true, yeah. She's she's, she's she she can't count. This this dawn has a has a horrible
1: math skills. Yeah, you ran me over and kidnapped me. Saved me once. <laughs> I escape and you. Drag me back by gunpoint. Save me twice. i are hurt you a sweetheart.
0: (laughs) And she starts, like, raising her voice a little bit. I helped you, and I helped you save that woman, and yada, yada, yada. And right as she's screaming about that, and uh, this is the way things go around here. You don't understand the way things are, Beth. A cop enters the room. O'Donnell is his name. And, right
1: from right, yeah, uh, it's the same cop that just pushed down the guy. That, yeah, that, rapey you know, cop, rape moments before. So apparently, he followed them down the hall and he's spying on them. It was, it was really nice because they have this very candid conversation, and nobody ever once checks to see if they're alone. Or and like and
0: that. Joe, I think it's important that we met this cop because it was important to see another rapey cop. Because we were talking about that last week, were all were these cops just okay cops? And there was one rapey cop. No, no, they're all a pretty. They're all nope. yep. They're, yep. They're all pretty fucking creepy.
1: And I'm pretty sure we did see them all laughing about the rape. Yeah. That, that Don, like they start arguing here. He comes through the door. He's like, "Oh, really? What are you gonna do about what are you What are you gonna do, Don?" And she's like, "Do about about what?" And he's like, "About her. I'm gonna tell everybody what you just said." And she. Don starts going back at her. I think Beth gets to her when she says, you know, we're never getting saved, and this is the way you are. Get used to it. I think that's the point where she's like, oh. And she says to this rapey cop, you know, you're the rapist. You're the laughing about rape with your friends. We're not doing that anymore. Uh, You know, I can't let you leave here and go spread these rumors. I know what you want to do now, so I'm going to kill you. And she draws down on him. And he uh, – with his back turned, <laughs> you know, and he stops and turns around when he no- realizes that – and he's like – and then she's like, you know what? I'm the only – none of you guys could do it. I'm the one that had to murder Hanson. Yep. So Out of all the cops, apparently, she's the only one that can cold bloodedly murder the people that she's worked hand-in-hand with over over a bunch of years. That's and a- we still don't know exactly what it was that Hanson did to get himself murdered by this. Was he – he lost his way what was it we were supposed to be the heirs. we were supposed to take over the world and rape. joe and he and moved wards and slaves joe he moved the picture he moved <laughs> <laughs> he moved the
0: picture in don's office and he lost she lost he lost her way because he didn't respect her anal tendencies right i think that i think that's what's happened
1: if my toothbrush goes on the right, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> we 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 have some wonderful discussion in the chat room right now. For a man who's been on the road battling zombies and dodging cannibals, his beard is pretty short and groomed well. It's just like the lawn of the jail. And then uh, we we respond. Some people have beard genetics that just prevent one from growing a long beard when we get so long. But it's magical. It must be that Georgia air. Just for men, apocalyptic gel. <laughs> Thanks, guys so so don gets this in his face and is like i'm gonna shoot you you give me no choice i made her sound like like a gruff 65 year old man (laughs) i'm gonna shoot you you give me no choice and he says and this is where he starts pulling the we were rookies together you knew my wife we smoked cigars
1: outside in the parking lot when she was pregnant Rapey, rapey cops. Like, oh, I know I rape women now, but, but remember when we were a yeah. family, when you hung out with my wife, who I never raped? Joe, Joe, remember remember
0: before I murdered all your felines and uh, and and raped, oh, yeah. ch- raped your family? Remember, remember before I did that when we were best friends? Remember that? Come on. Come on. Get me off the hook. Testify and Testify for my character defense. Please. Come on. You think? No?
1: No. No. Okay. <laughs> very strange yeah yeah
0: so yeah so this guy is uh and this is where don kind of pulls it out you and your cop buddies your other f- buddies laughing about the rape uh and she's basically almost using what beth was saying to her earlier back on this man and and she's like don i'm not going to let it happen anymore he says no you're not after hanson you changed, and he kind of goes and attacks her, and, and knocks the gun out of her hand, and knocks the gun down they the elevator calling. shaft, and they start. And ha-
1: I I just think it's it's so strange that she's all of a sudden going to say like, oh, none of this is going to happen. But first, I'm going to, you know, we're not going to do any of this bad stuff anymore. I'm not going to let any of this bad stuff happen. I, you know, so but first, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. First, yeah. I'm going to make you jump down the elevator shaft on your own she can't exactly shoot him in the hallway. How do you really explain that?
0: She's having this reaction, like, oh. like ah, uh, I'll make them not rape people now. <laughs> With my gun, I'm gonna make people. I'll shoot all these, all your penises off if I have to. You're not gonna. There'll be no more fucking rape. You know that. That's what she. She's going nuts. She's go. She's losing her mind and being and losing control and realizing that everything that she's. Beth is kind of triggering her conscience a little bit and the conscience is triggering the crazy and it's all feeding off each other to make Dawn extra wackadoo.
1: Yep.
0: And they get into a big fist fight and and they and he's kind of getting the better of her in the fight and uh, he gets on top of her and he's yelling, you think, you're, you think you're better than all of us? And he starts to choke her out as Beth kind of jumps on to try to join in the fight and he pushes her off and says, shut up, bitch. And, uh, and uh and Bethan uh, kind of knocks him down and shoots him and knocks him down the elevator shaft.
1: Well, no, but she doesn't shoot him. No, she
0: just they, knocks him down. I, I yeah,
1: they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting and finally the lady kicks her off of off of him off of her. Don kicks the guy off of her over towards the elevator and she screams. Bah! And Beth, without doesn't even hesitate, she just rails her right, right rails him right through the hole. Good shot,
0: good shot by Beth. And then, and then Don thanks her. And Beth, I swear, Beth mumbled to herself, "Yippee Kaye motherfucker." <laughs> hey, come on, we, we are twelve-year-old boys at heart. So, so yippee ki motherfucker. Beth killed. Beth killed the. Uh, was able to I was
1: so hoping when Don st- Don was going to step over to the to the elevator shaft and Beth was just going to push her down too. Really, I thought that would have been <laughs> I would have stood up it would have been really one of the first times that I ever stood up off my couch and cheered like, "Yeah!" <laughs> john riley
0: adds let's just remember before the rape the pre-rape memory lane trick of the music choke yourself not with my hand with your hand and uh <laughs> M- mlh adds uh dawn's jealous she ain't getting any in the midst of it all and oh uh oh man adds i She's tweeted this it or noah Yep, I tweeted out, Beth and Dawn, tag team champions of the world. When Beth pushed him down the elevator shaft, Dawn actually had some good hand-to-hand combat skills. Dawn just cares about her elliptical rowing machine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. She should Ed Begley that thing up. They're all concerned about this power. And, and she, she could Ed Begley that shit up and, and put a little generator on Go there. Go green. Go yeah, green, yeah. get it, you know?
0: Yeah, get some uh, get some grease, get some uh, make some French fries.
1: A toaster, a DVD player.
0: Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Then they wouldn't need to waste all the energy charging the DVD. They fit at the same time. Yep. Exactly. And and we see that the cardio did work out for her, uh, being because the uh her ninja skills paid off there. so we go. I kind of one thing I missed in this episode. I understand that it moved at such a frantic pace, so we didn't really get a chance to kind of stop at all. But we went from Carol as, asleep in the bed to when we saw Carol in the wheelchair that she just suddenly woke up. We didn't get like the Carol waking up moment. We just we didn't actually actually see her or have any moment with her getting her perspective on anything yet. We just saw that she was awake and saw her crying after the yeah, back scene. Yeah,
1: we did forget to mention that when Beth and Don are talking alone in their room earlier. And they're talking in. Oh, no, this is right now, isn't this it? This is right now. Right, right, right. The, uh, yeah, we and, see, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we see Carol in bed, still alive, and Beth's on the floor as Dawn comes in. She says, It's okay to cry, Beth. And this is a callback. I'm done crying. Yeah, she said this since the prison. She's done, she doesn't cry anymore. and uh don says i do but i don't let
1: anyone see it what what the fuck would i be crying about i killed a rapey cop yeah i want to kill every single one of you (laughs) fucking assholes didn't you hear me back there at the elevator i think you're just as bad as them you're worse i have a a fucking drink with me now because i killed him if you had stepped over i'm sure if she had stepped over closer to that elevator shaft beth probably would have tried to push her down it too yeah yeah there's no reason not to I don't. They I fought and they both fell down the elevator shaft. I had nothing to do with it. There was the bottom of the pit. Yeah, little old me with all these big scars on my face that Beth gave, that uh, Don gave me. Uh, I threw them both down an elevator shaft. Yeah, that's what I did. So, Very good, Inspector Gadget. Very good. So
0: Don's boozing it up too, and uh, she offers Beth a little bit of the booze. I didn't see if Beth took it or not. I was looking down for a second at this point. I don't think she took any of the booze. Beth says, I know why you covered for me. You were protecting yourself. All those guys I killed, I helped you. They were the guys that were against you. I did all your dirty work. And I guess that's how things get done here. People use other people to get
1: shit done. Again, smart. She, and and not afraid to speak her mind to Beth. Not not scared that she's going to get her ass kicked. Fuck you. I'm going to speak my mind. You can't do anything to me that that's going to stop me from doing that. You're not going to take my will and my, my willpower and my spirit away. Yeah. You know, and she and she has it all laid out for her. That's exactly what you wanted. You're in an even better shape now. I just did your dirty work for you. Now you can go say that I pushed that guy down an elevator shaft if you want me dead. <laughs> and then you don't have to explain to them why you killed me, which I doubt you'd have to explain to them anyways, Seeing as how you beat the fuck out of me whenever you want.
0: Since she's her ward, she can do anything she wants to her. Right. And Beth says, "I'm going to get out of here just like Noah." Don says, "He'll be back. He will be back." And Beth says, he's going home. He's not coming back. Dawn says, she was like Beth when she was younger. No one could tell her anything. I'm not stupid. I know you know, Carol. This, this is an important, most important thing in life. And what you did back there, Gorman and O'Donnell hurt people and nothing lost. I don't, I don't know what's wrong. And you will remember this. You, you should stay. And just remember what you did. I know I'm on top of you. I'm not stupid. You're an idiot, Beth. I'm better I'll than you.
1: remember what you did. Because I'll remember she also what you did. Is saying that she remembers that, that what she did was help save Don's life there. Yeah. Cause it, it was either Don or him, but really what Beth did was save her own life because if Don dies in that situation. And this is smart. If Don dies in that situation, if she doesn't push this guy down the hole, all that does, all that does is ensure that she's now the next person rapey cop victim.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's going right after her. He, he's celebrating his victory almost immediately after First, you're going to
1: darn my shirt and my socks. First, you're going to fill my holes, then I'm going to fill yours.
0: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so So, the, she gives Beth, again, she's giving Beth this vibe in that scene, like Beth hasn't seen the dark side of life. Like, you're just some innocent kid that hasn't seen, you don't know shit, Beth. And she, she's under in the same way that The Terminus people, underestimated Rick Grimes, you don't know who you're fucking with. She doesn't know who she's fucking with with Beth here. She really has no clue who she's fucking with.
1: Beth is extremely smart and extremely dangerous. Mm -hmm. And she's shown that. Mm -hmm. And... Again, I, <laughs> I liked everything I saw from her. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It's a shame. It's. It's like an episode of uh, some cheesy reality show or something where the the episode that the person's eliminated in is the best episode that's featuring them, and it's in this episode was one of the best. Best the last couple of Big Beth episodes. Uh, the one with her and Daryl was a really great episode too, and she was right. You're gonna miss me, Daryl Dixon, and. Uh, Daryl is going to miss her. I mean, we'll get to that at the end with our big shot, big shot at the end with him carrying her, which was pretty intense and definitely did bring a little bit of a tear to my eye. I'm not afraid to admit it. So, uh, so we go to Sasha and Tyrese and we need a little bit of closure in this story. Uh, Tyrese is like, don't beat yourself up about what happened. Stop. She says, I was stupid. Yeah, 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 you were. Yeah, you were. You were stupid. We're all stupid. And uh, Tyrese tells him the story about the guy, Martin, at the church that she ended up killing, that he was supposed to kill her, that he told Carol that he did kill her, but he just couldn't do it. And and it's great to know that I'm the same the way I used to be and you're the same the way you used to be, Sasha. It's great to know that we're in that situation together, that we're both. I
1: thought it was, I, I know he said that she killed Martin, but I thought Abraham killed Martin.
0: I'd have to look back, but Tyrese definitely when said. They,
1: when they stopped him, it, Martin was like, oh, we don't have to put our guns down. And Abraham was like, oh, yeah, and stepped out of the shadow, and he was the one next to it. I thought he was right next to him, but not John, a big
0: deal. Quick question, John. Yes, I was talking about Survivor, John. And uh, John also adds, do you think that Beth would have died if Dawn got thrown down the elevator shaft. Uh, we kind of answered that. I think she might not have died, but she definitely would have turned into Rapy cop. Number Two's uh, sex toy for a while. Yep. So, Ward. Ward. Yes. Excuse me. Let's uh, I'm sorry. Ward. So, uh, so, but Sasha breaks down here and tells Tyrese that, no, I can't be like you. It's good that you're like that. It's not good that I'm like that. When I'm like that bad shit happens. I can't be like that. I'm changed. And and I, I kind of wish she said to him, and you need to fucking change too, wake up and slapped him on the side of the head a little bit. But I guess you need a heart. You need a Dale. You need somebody there that's serving that role, that Kerschel or Dale. And that's Tyrese. I just, you know, I'd like to see him kick a little bit more ass, but that's just me.
1: Yep, well, we also know that he's been filling the, the nanny role as well mm-hmm. for Judith for a uh, long
0: time. The, some could say the Mr. Mom role. Yep.
1: <laughs> so, Global yep, yep, role to play. Yep, some could
0: argue that too. So we see Daryl after that looking through his uh, sniper rifle, rifle, looking at the cop car through the scope, and he's on the walkie-talkie with Rick, and they're heading there to, to do the meetup. And we see a red flag or a plastic thing blowing in the wind, which was well, kind of cool. They-
1: well, this is also right before that, you know, they're still talking about, you know, we all make mistakes and, and I, that Martin crap and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes into the story about their childhood and how he used to follow her around. And, the, and he thinks that he's the same person still Tyrese. right? She followed him around. And, and, you know, I just sometimes I think we're those same people. I made a mistake. And then right after I made that mistake, you made a mistake. And that's just, you know, that's what, you know, we, we live and we learn. And she turns around and says, I'm not that person. Yeah, she's not. She can't person. be that person. Well. You are, and that's awesome, and that's sweet. But it's not awesome. But it's it's not me. And I I kind of agree. It's not awesome. He, he this world, and I don't necessarily agree that he's still that same person either. I think he just is a different type of person. When the car cut when they when they first trapped the cops last week and they use Noah as bait and cop number three comes through with this car, barreling through with his car. Tyrese is firing into that car and goes on the chase. Tyrese is on the assault squad.
0: Yep. No, absolutely.
1: You know, like I think, yeah, there's certain things he doesn't want to do and he won't do, but when it comes down to it, he was trying to shoot that cop in the car or he was just wasting bullets. I'm going to say he was, he sh- was, he was shooting at the car, protecting his group, trying to kill the guy. He's shooting bull- bullets in someone's general direction. You, you're trying to kill them. Period.
0: Right. We've just already established he's not that good of a shot. That's been right. a, that was established way back in the uh, during the governor's storyline.
1: Yes, it was. But he's practiced. He still sucks, yeah. but he's practiced. Yeah,
0: he's he's no Sasha or Daryl. Uh, O-Man says, I really really like that Don and the rest of the cops have no clue what the world outside of Atlanta is like. I'm starting to believe that they have not really seen it outside out of the safety of a car. No, they definitely haven't. You're absolutely right about that. They cannot fathom the idea of their wards are telling them about what it's like out there. That is why they severely underestimated Beth. Couldn't agree with that statement anymore. Absolutely. 100% correct. So we see Daryl through the scope, Uh, like we said, we saw like a plastic flag blowing in the wind, and uh, the cops roll up, Rick knows their names, and he says, I'm Rick Grimes, I have a proposal, I was a cop.
1: You know what, or they do believe exactly what everybody's telling them it's like out there, and that scares them. As we see with with Don in that struggle, when the guy's like, I'm going to tell everybody, we know that when he does tell everybody they're not just going to be like okay you're not the leader anymore they're going to kill her or throw her out into this world either way if they do go out and try to find others or anything like that i feel like they'd that they, she'd lose all the power they'd they're not going to be allowed to have uh, wards and and rapey wards and and sewing wards or anything like that <laughs> that all goes away if they if they assimilate all these other people more and more and more people like noah said they kill the strong and they keep the weak and when they keep you they run you over first to get you there. Absolutely. You know, so they know they probably do believe that there are better people, there are more pockets of survivors and stuff like that. But they're not going to go.
0: I bet they think that, that they're. The, what they have. I think I bet they think that they're the best people out there, and also that it's a little bit of the out of sight, out of mind thing. They don't want to know what else is out there. They're happy in their little bubble,
1: and. I'm just a little weirded out that with all the in and out and back and forth and driving around that every zombie in Atlanta isn't banging down this freaking <laughs> hospital it's true like they're doing a really good job apparently shooting the the zombies at the at the fences
0: they're stealth Joe they have amazing
1: stealth skills I I they guess no <laughs> the stealth cars all that stuff they're, they're doing a really good job of keeping every zombie from Atlanta encroaching on and especially we see when you're just out there for five minutes walking around they're on you 20 30 of them at a time you know come on
0: so so, Rick pulls up with these guys These guys pull up And Rick knows their name He tells them he's a cop uh, They tell him to lay down his weapon If they'll hear his proposal He says I have a proposal for you And uh, and we see Daryl has his sights Right on the cops And so does Sasha he, They ask what the proposal is He says I have two of your people You have two of mine Let's exchange them No one gets hurt He says he has Shepherd and Akira Were their names I believe For Beth and Carol They ask about Noah He says he's with us and they say yes, and they ask about Bob number two. He says Bob was attacked by the dead. This is one of the first times I've heard Rick, I think... He
1: goes goes with the lie that the other two cops had set up, which is a big trust thing.
0: Interesting that he referred to him as as the dead. I I just haven't heard Rick say that much. He's like... Well, I
1: think he was trying to...
0: Do a um, more of a universal word.
1: He was being very... Katie put it well earlier to me. He was being very non-threatening in everything he did he wasn't he was being very clear he was being very concise he was saying very truthful short statements so he doesn't want to confuse them walkers he's heard people say what are that he doesn't want to use the overly familiar terms to put them on on guard which would put you on guard too when, by calling them <laughs> rotters the term that they they use constantly i don't think <laughs> So i think he, he does it very well he's playing it very calm very cool you know, they tell him to disarm, and he reaches across his body with his other hand, puts the gun on the on the ground. You know, after he says, I want you to call Don, call this in and and talk to your boss, he steps away from his gun. Even Yeah. You know, he's already proven that the sniper's on the roof when that zombie gets the shot. The zombie gets shot That's in the head. Coming up on the back of him. Where you have other people with you, he's like, yes, I do. <laughs> and then, like, a zombie gets killed in the background by either uh sasha i or think it Darryl.
0: was at first i thought it was daryl but when they the way the shot ended up it, it made it look like it was sasha that made yeah, sure I that think
1: that's because she had the silencer on her gun so i yeah. think and they didn't know exactly where to look to find where the shot came from uh which was very obviously almost straight up behind rick <laughs> so, so all they really kind of had to do was in the broad daylight was look up but every time they kept showing rick i kept looking up at the parking garage and i didn't see them you know so uh, we we have interesting discussion in
0: the chat room right now about MLH asks, but where do these rapey cops and just everyone in general where do they get so much gas? And he says it's I guess it's unlimited now or something. And uh, John Riley adds and he answered this question, so we're gonna go with this. Uh, he says zombie brains must equal fuel.
1: <laughs> so so we're 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 gonna go. Well, with he, we can we can go with this. There's probably a lot of gas stations in Atlanta. And not a lot of demand for fuel at this moment. Right, <laughs> so right. But th- to, to any your, of the pumping stations, and but then you have to your point power, that's power issues. But you just open up the tank and you just suck on, you suck it out. No, something. I
0: hear you. But to your point earlier, if these people are being so stealth and Atlanta's all run over by zombie hordes, it's tough to get to gas stations to to go suck some gas out of the gas tank.
1: Like and they don't seem like they're doing a whole lot of like zombie no. removal. No, or these people don't. Like that. They're like, oh, they flooded the basement, so we throw our dead down the tube. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? <laughs> like, they, they It don't just see... seems very odd that there's not a a a, a very World War Z wall looking area outside of uh, you know, the hospital. You know, the clip where they're all climbing up the wall in yeah. Israel. Like that should like I, I feel like that should kind of be happening with all the amount of coming and going from this place that yeah. they do.
0: Yeah. Especially when in the first episode uh, we saw here, the Beth episode, when the doctor brought her down to the basement floor, it made it seem like the hospital was so surrounded that they couldn't go in and out easily. And now it seems like they can send groups of cops out there anytime they want. So it's kind of, it's it, that, re- that isn't completely matched up to, 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 The feeling you got in that first episode about how isolated this place probably was or how surrounded by by How surrounded
1: even they made it seem when Daryl and Carol were on their way to the hospital and Noah and Daryl left the hospital and went back to the church. And even then, it didn't seem like Atlanta was that overrun. I mean, yeah, it's overrun. It's gone. It's completely lost. But if we remember season one when Rick's at the tank,
0: you have to figure that the food's mainly all gone from Atlanta. So those hordes that were in the cities, all the cities are probably being exited by those zombie hordes because the food's gone.
1: Oh, yeah, and I guess we do. We see them walking away or towards the city, uh, the big, massive million zombie horde that stopped Abraham's uh, group from going forward. Yeah,
0: you smell that. When the
1: truth finally came out.
0: So after our commercial break, after the Rick call gets them to call in the uh, the the situation to dawn we see keys being unlocked as we get a little bit of a quick montage of of rick marching up uh his prisoners and then marching together their prisoners we see beth grabbing some scalpel scissors or something and putting it in her uh putting it in her little pocket and we also see carol this is where we see carol awake for the first time and being wheeled well, up. we
1: see her roll her head over and kind of look at Beth in that scene with Don and Beth talking right at the very end. Right at the end of the scene,
0: and th- and then we see her in the wheelchair after this with the doctor and the cops. They have a meeting point, which was weirdly in the hospital. I would have I, figured I
1: thought that was extremely odd as well. Did, didn't you think? Yeah, that was a little odd, right?
0: Yeah, w- you would think Rick wouldn't do that.
1: I would think that Rick wouldn't do that as well. You come back here.
0: Yeah, you come outside, we'll come or yeah, or right outside a a. a, a Or you can't go right outside because there's zombies out there, I guess. But, like, I don't know. It seems like they were putting themselves in a very precarious situation that if not. And
1: here's here's another thing I thought of, too. At this point, you were only going for two cops, okay? And you got those two cops, and then a third one came along, and you got him, and then you killed one, okay? And then you get two more cops on this parking lot when Rick's talking to him. Really now you could have killed five of their cops without a single one of you even being shot at really. <laughs> right? That leaves five back at the back at the barracks, back at the ho- hospital, I mean. So and then Don kills one. Leaving only four cops left at the hospital.
0: There seems to be a hub kind of like in Gauntlet, the video game, where cops just appear. We have like an endless supply of cops that are living no in this one hospital. I how
1: many cops there are. I thought they sent 12, but I only count 10 so far in this four only left at the hospital when they go to make this exchange to have been really they have two more hostages than they have four cops hostage essentially
0: somewhere yeah they
1: shoot that zombie they're basically saying you guys aren't leaving this parking lot until we've come to an agreement with Don over the walkie-talkie or i'm going to kill you two as well as the three that are the two that i have in hostage
0: Joe, uh, we've been asked if you could never bring up that movie World War Z ever again. If, if someone would appreciate, it. I'm
1: sorry. I just the picture. I saw a picture of uh, a meme or something. You know, that's that's fine.
0: There. That's fine. I think I brought it up a couple of shows ago too. I'm yeah, sorry. We're sorry. I am sorry. We're it, both it, sorry. It, <laughs> this public yeah, we, service. We, it,
1: it's been taught. The show's been taught. The movie's been talked about, and it's the conclusion is the book was vastly superior, and it's a shame.
0: Yeah, done. It's a, Damn now, shame. Old man says, damn it. He's watching the replay. Beth is going to get killed again on the encore. Okay,
1: <laughs> Katie's asking me what movie. And since we said we wouldn't oh, mention okay. it, Max yeah. Brooks's, uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks's kids. Yeah. The, okay, right. We're talking about space. Really we're
0: talking about space balls. <laughs> and uh, Daryl's <laughs> cry face. Oh my God. Horrible. So we see as they're. <laughs> uh, They're being wheeled together, wheeled to the middle situation where they're going to uh, do the prisoner exchange. Rick says uh, they have not been hurt. Don says, where's Bob? What about Bob? And uh, thank you. (laughs) What about what about Bob? And uh, Bob says or they say that Bob or the other cops shout right out. Bob got killed uh, by a walker. Don. We saw it happen. We saw it happen.
1: i seen it. Well, Rick says it first. Rick says it first. uh, The dead got to him before. Oh, did he say that? No, he said that
0: in the scene before. In this scene, uh, just one of the female cops, I think it's the female cop, steps up and says, uh, "And says, I I saw it. He got killed by a uh, by by a walker." Um, And uh, Don says he was a good guy. Big loss for us. uh, Big loss of one of ours. Rick and her exchange glances. There's a little bit of tension set up in the scene. Uh, Beth is kind of marched out, and Carol's wheeled over. They do the prisoner exchange.
1: One at a time. One of ti- you, and one of mine. Yep. One at
0: a time. They everything goes smoothly. Uh, because
1: what are you going to do? Send two able-bodied cops across that are just going to stop the two girls halfway across and be yeah. like, "Ha! No right. exchange."
0: Yeah. <laughs> for the for the dumbness of the location, the exchange was very uh, worked out very well, and they did the exchange. And- also,
1: I, I, you kind of got to think too, if there is a volley of fire everybody in that hallway is dying
0: yeah yeah and uh adds that rick obviously senses that there are people at the hospital against their will and it shows that rick still has humanity left i think the end of this episode proves without a doubt that rick still has a lot of humanity left huge amounts carl would be very very happy for what rick did at the end of this episode
1: and I i was actually a little shocked me too. I I have. I we'll get
0: to that in one second here. But I was very shocked about it too. Okay. Rick says he uh uh one thing after the exchange happens. Don goes, but one more thing. Uh, Noah, one th- one more thing. You you got. I'm
1: gonna need Noah back. Yeah,
0: we're gonna need Noah back. Bring Noah over here, and uh. Rick's like, wait, no, that wasn't part of the deal. And as we know, this was very reminiscent of the scene between Rick and Abraham about the van, uh, the way Rick's reaction to this. No, you're not you're not getting him down. You must be
1: crazy. You're
0: you must be out of your goddamn mind if you think you're getting that boy back.
1: uh, uh, I think that if uh, if Noah had just he, he says he says, no, you ain't getting Noah. He's coming with us. He's not yours. He's free to make up his own mind. He—that's all there is to it. And she's like, "No, I'm losing my ward, Beth. I need a replacement." Did you hear the so word she used though? New ward.
0: Did you hear the word she used though? She said, uh, "He's—you have no claim on him." Uh, yep. And
1: then she right, she, she, exactly. She specific. And, uh, Rick took, except that I forget exactly what Rick said right after that. Like mm-hmm. he said something. He that got him a little bit more mad. Yeah. Yeah. They- and um, if Noah. Noah then steps forward and is like, it's okay, I'll go, and he takes his gun out, and he goes to give it to Rick, and he starts to step across the hallway, and Rick's like, stop, no, don't, and then Beth is like, no, if Noah had just kept his fucking mouth shut, and they just said, okay, we're leaving, don't even engage this crazy woman anymore, everybody keep walking, the police officers behind Don, I think, would have been like "fuck you, Don," and killed her.
0: Yeah, or they just would have let Rick kill her there when she charged up and Rick turned around and shot her in the head. It, it would w- one or the other. They wouldn't have stopped Rick. from... They wouldn't
1: have stopped the group from leaving over fucking Noah, right?
0: And they and they would have let her let them kill Dawn if they had to,
1: right? Or if Beth had just opened up her fucking mouth and, like, at that moment, instead of being like "no," had yelled. She just murdered cop whoever, threw him down the elevator shaft.
0: <laughs> and no, that's not exactly what happened, though. Don, uh, th- that's not exactly what happens. Don
1: Unfortunately, cre- that's not what happens at all.
0: No, Don, cr- as creepily as ever, turns to Noah and kind of smiles at Beth when she says this, too, and goes, I knew you'd come back, Noah. Yep. I-, I told you he'd come back.
1: Oh, and, and that that's exactly what she was saying to Beth when Carol yep. first woke up and turned her head. Like, everybody comes back, no matter how hard they try to get out.
0: Bringing them back in. And Beth gets <laughs> right in her face and stares in her face, and she says, I get it now. And he pull, she pulls out the, uh, the, scissors, or the, the scissors. The scissors out of the cast, yeah. And she stabs her. Bam! And Dawn, immediately, without even reacting, just shoots her. Bam! You see the
1: back of her head explode. Yep. Oh,
0: joe back into the left back into to to the the left left. bam all crazy eyes everyone's
1: eyes go dead we get a close in on carol on rick even on dawn who who realizes what she just did and is completely like dumbfounded realizes the gravity of just what what happened that she just shot beth in the fucking head daryl sees it he's Crushed Rick sees everybody. Ah, oh, just what the fuck? Rick has to wipe her off. Yeah, yeah. He has to take a second to wipe Pizza. gray matter off of Beth, Beth brains off of his fucking forehead. Well,
0: it was like the scene in Pulp. Film. I, I had, I. What was that guy's name? You just shot. La- you just saw. What's his name? Marvin. I, I have pieces of Marvin all over me. Jeez, jeez. I got pieces of Marvin all over me this piece of Beth, but it was, really emo- it was really emotional, it was horrible yeah. and then Daryl just reaches out his gun it and was, he-
1: it was very sudden too, it was very shocking, it was a, a very shocking you almost didn't expect it, I was hoping Beth was gonna st- she stuck, hit her like in the shoulder with the scissors and uh, I was really wow, you stabbed her in the shoulder why didn't you shoot, stab her in the neck which makes me think, or in the eyeball, you know all these death spots I think Beth knew what I, and I've been saying it all the whole episode, just how smart Beth is. She's put, she put two and two together left and right, um, spoke her mind, all this stuff. I think she knew what she was doing. I think she knew that that was going to force Dawn's death somehow. Even if it, even if it meant her own death, she wasn't going to let this woman live anymore. Yeah. I think she knew that she was a, that by doing that, she was going to end up dying.
0: So Daryl comes out and just shoots Dawn dead center in the head, and everyone's about to
1: have a big gun. Everybody draws down. We got everybody's yeah. guns. All Tyrese pulls out his gun. Everybody, all the cops, everybody.
0: Yeah, there's about to, there's a bunch That's of a shock chance. and awe about to happen here, and the cops really mitigate the situation, and they what say,
1: what's her name?" There,
0: I forget. I I do not. I know the two Patrice? cops. Yeah. We're, Clev- Shepherd. 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 Uh, Shep- Thank you, Katie. Shepherd. And she says, it's done, it's done. Everyone guns down. And, and our heroes immediately realize that there's no danger left in this situation, and they just have an emotional breakdown. All the characters start losing it and crying. And this is where we really this is where I started to get emotional right here. And, yeah. and the cops say that they can stay there. We're surviving here. We're doing better in here than people are doing out there. And What?
1: I'm going to let you rapey caught? Yeah, we're going to stay. We had to take hostages. We've already had to kill one of you, two of you. Yeah, come on. Um, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, You're saying give me my slave back. He doesn't have the right to leave. Uh, let me
0: think about this for two seconds no and Rick says beyond that no I'm going to take everybody with us we'll take anybody that wants to come with us can come with us get out of here now anyone want to go step up come with us step
1: forward that's not what was shocking that he was able to dig that out and invite anybody standing behind the cops he didn't say the cops were allowed to come he said anybody standing behind you behind you come with us right now
0: do you think anyone it, went we didn't see closure to that situation it, that's
1: you, what that's what i was shocked about when they all come out of the hospital i didn't see anybody with them i was I, looking to see how many people came with them if their group got any bigger or not i and nobody did i still have a speculation
0: that i said early in the season and i guess i'm going to stick by it uh, even though i didn't see anybody after the fact Uh, I'm thinking that maybe at least the doctor, we saw the doctor scuffle a little bit like he was about to move, but he didn't actually leave.
1: Uh, No, I think the doctor thinks that it's safer there. And I think he's said that many times. He's not going anywhere. And And I think now that Don's dead, he's hoping it gets a little better.
0: And right after this, we see the fire truck pull out in front and all the group heads out there. Ah, uh, past the t- or they start to head towards the b- front of the hospital past the tents. Uh, Abraham leading the way, leading the mission. Uh, they they're get to- all
1: they're all very very um, y yeah, right yeah, very commando. We're an assault team. Yeah, very mission. Approaching the hospital, everybody's gun is drawn. They're looking around. They're checking roofs, windows, doors. They're looking for dead. They're looking for policemen that they have to kill.
0: And all that stuff. and they see Rick and everyone kind of drops their weapons and they see everybody coming out and they go to hug and we don't see what we see
1: at first we just see Maggie's. Well, ra- hold on. Can I just make a comment to, before we get to what we see? See, yeah, I know Tara was like, "Okay, let's go save your sister," and they all headed off, and they went to Grady Memorial Hospital, and it just seems very strange to me that they're about to assault this fucking hospital what if Rick and the team haven't quite gotten to that stage yet of their plan or whatever stage they're supposed to be at in their plan. And this team comes in and completely ruins it gets themselves <laughs> half killed and yeah. shot up rather than waiting for them to get back to the church or not coming back and then going out on their own in, in a day or two.
0: We But we needed all our characters together at the end. Yes, we did. <laughs> that, that really your answers are. Uh, that's what we needed. Before we end too, I want to catch up a little bit on some of the comments i'm a little bit behind here um <laughs> I, uh, I olivia says i know that rick has essentially become the new shane but he's better rick has a better lid on his crazy i i, I agree with that i've been kind oh, of
1: there's a huge difference there's a huge difference shane was was gonna be all about my way or the highway period yeah but i and rick is much different in much more calculating is there's A much higher level of intelligence in Rick's brain than there is. I I would
0: absolutely agree. But I think in the sense of the, uh, to, to talk about Oz, the, uh, the jail show when Kareem Saeed uh, kills a certain character that I'm not going to talk about, he inhabits a part of that character and brings an element of that into his personality. And I think a part of that happened with Rick. He could
1: be only one. What was that? (laughs) There can be only one, is that what you're saying? What? <laughs> there can be, o- yes,
0: there could there be only one. There, two. Actually, there can only be two a pad one and a l- lesson. Anyways, so uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I, I agree. Whenever Don asks, asks for Noah, I started be- begging out loud for Beth to stab Carol. <laughs> Rick says he wants to go home. You have no claim on him. Yes, that's what he said. Uh, Brian Whiskey, thank you. Shouldn't there be a nuclear power plant meltdown uh, going on the zombie apocalypse? I've been wondering that since season two. And a couple other people said I wonder that as well. I agree that there should be a lot more disaster from things that need support when all the power gets cut off. Yeah, you didn't
1: think it was strange that they're talking about all all the napalmed bodies that were melted to the pavement, but the building that they're all standing next to? And the FEMA truck that they're all melted next to from the napalm bombing is still standing. This would all be burnt down to a ground. They napalmed Atlanta,
0: yeah. Maybe it was made out of like Tupperware. That stuff can last through anything. You can put that in the microwave, certain kinds of Tupperware. I don't know. Uh, um, isn't
1: that what they, isn't that what the guy said last week that they when they bombed or they bombed the place or whatever it was like.
0: Uh, someone, someone adds, I figured there would be some sort of electrical requirement to contain the waste. Uh, Devin White adds. Thank you, Devin White. Morgan at the end uh, was at the school where the father Gabriel was. Yep, absolutely. We'll get that one second. Uh, Olivia, or, I, killing your name, man. I have to print it. I have to print out phonetically. I actually thought Rick and company were going to break in and kill everyone. I kind of thought that as well. We had the Mexican standoff. That's absolutely right. The term we were looking for there. I looked, at the, looked for the hospital folks, too, and was kind of surprised to see no one left. And John says, good night, Phil. Great show tonight. Have a good night, John. See you later. Thanks for joining in the show. Uh, lawfulness says, uh, welcome to the room, Lawfulness. Ben should have died back in season. Beth should have died back in season four. I found the terminus storyline a lot more compelling than Dawn and the repeat cops. However, now that she's dead, we can finally move on from Beth. She
1: should have died back in season two when she cut her wrists. I think that would have been a much better storyline. I think it would have been much more edgy so, than just the attempt.
0: So let's top off this episode here quickly. Uh, especially
1: after Andrea had already been through that kind of that kind of. That, uh, yeah, transformation sh- and metamorphosis. It was again. It was like another rehash of the same thing that they had kind of just done. Which is what I think about this. Uh, Woodbury and <laughs> <copper> thing.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry for being an arrogant asshole here. So the the gates. Uh, the gates. They see. Uh, they see Rick coming out of the gates, running towards everybody. And uh, this is where we see Maggie's reaction as she sees Daryl carrying out the dead uh beth in his arms and maggie completely-
1: i got so choked up
0: me too man so choked
1: up me too i lost her out of the building
0: i lost it dude i emotionally started losing it here i i i didn't full-on cry but like
1: like the and end he's of- gonna completely feel responsible for her she was just gone on his watch yeah. you know and she was they had her they had her back he they had her back and you got to think
0: from Daryl's standpoint, the words and that they when they were talking that night and when they were getting drunk together, everything Beth said to him now must be haunting the fuck out of him and just how that whole situation went down, burning the place down, thinking about how much of a mistake that was because that just puts a giant like spotlight on there's people here.
1: I think it'll all come through to him the message that she kind of gave to him about everything and and how. It's not who we were, but it's how we live now. It's what we do. It's what we do, and how we die. You know, it's not. It's not whether or not we die. It's how we die that matters. Was one of the messages I believe that she was kind of given, Daryl. That's from a movie,
0: uh, though, isn't it? Aren't you paraphrasing from? It's not how we live. It's. It's. I'm thinking.
1: probably <laughs> someone in a, I'm just
0: trying to remember what movie it is it's a it's I think it's the hobbit i think you just quoted the the no or oh. or, or uh, fellowship of the fellowship of the rings G- gandalf it's it's what gandalf's talking to uh t- talking to frodo frodo it's not it's not how you live it's what you it's something something or some shit yeah like.
1: yeah yeah but then i <laughs> no, that what... <laughs> was good i was good i liked it and that's why She kind of like I think she does. She knows exactly that she's about to die from this. I think that there wasn't a part of her that thought that this was uh, that she would walk away. That she would be alive after attempting or stabbing that cop. Don, absolutely. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. I think she she kind of made a rash decision to possibly get some of their group killed too. But there was no way that she could let Noah stay there and let those people live even. She knew that, that she had to do something and she would rather die doing something. She would rather risk her life getting Noah out than, you know, like she did the first time. She was happy to see him yeah. keep keep running when she got dragged back in. She was happy to die, get a bullet put through her head to get Noah out. Uh, Oman says but this was the- a mission of hers She and she was all about other people.
0: Oh man, adds this was the saddest moment for me in the series. I'm not afraid to admit that I teared up, and then Emily Kinney made us all cry during the Talking Dead. Even Laurie Cohen was choking up during an interview shown on the Talking Dead. Uh, I think it's Shawshank. Get busy living or get busy dying. Manuel says, "Yeah, I think that. I think that's I think it might be Shawshank as well." Joe is. Joe is. Joe is taking some wisdom from a lot of different places. I mean. If I I count many times I quote Spock from Star Trek II, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I mean, we'd be be here for a couple of days. So after our credits, we finally get to see Morgan again. We see another X on the tree. We see Morgan walking towards the school where Father Abraham was. Father Abraham, I did it. I I didn't do it all episodes the first time I did it. Father Gabriel. And he looks and he picks up the magazines that Gabriel was looking at. We see some eerie, cool music. He looks happier than the last time we saw him last season. A little bit, a little bit, a little happier.
1: Or at the beginning of this season.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's walking around the ground, looking, looking around. He he kind of follows the path around back to the uh, the church. He uh, he kind of puts down this. What did he put down? He put down this blue thing, and he put down uh, a, a bullet. He put down a bullet and a blue thing. I'm not sure what the well, blue yeah. thing was. Well, yeah.
1: Well, he gets to the I, 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 have to watch this scene again. But I'm pretty sure that truck ran through all the, all, the stairs. And so, if the and I'm, I know they showed the church and all the dead bodies. Uh. But, yeah, he goes in and he, he starts setting up an altar. He puts down a, I think it said, uh, good god. It was a package of good god, like a pastry package or something. <laughs> and a bullet. And then he lights a candle and he says a little prayer.
0: So Brian Whiskey says the Walking Dead needs a 90 minute Christmas special. Uh, will the Walking Dead be on Netflix now or actually after the actual finale? It'll be a little while before it comes onto Netflix. And Olivia Old Man adds, as long as there's not a cantina scene with B. Arthur as bartenders and a lot of Wookies going. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know, Joe. If you haven't seen the Star Wars. Christmas special I highly recommend you uh you YouTube that after the show it's uh it's a it's a Star Wars special featuring all uh nothing but Wookiees talking in bad musical numbers it's 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 extremely uh, it's it's a must watch you okay, you, you, you have we'll talk about that after the show but you must watch the show so 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 yeah we also see uh he kills a walker tells one of them Shh, and sticks a blade into their head which was kind of cool
1: and and it brought me right back to clear. Yep. It, and the difference between, and it brought me also right back to that opening scene where Rick is chasing down Bob too. And Rick opts not to. And we've seen Rick make this decision, you know, with, with asshole bad people, you know, let them turn or whatever instead of getting, putting them out of their misery and killing them. But we see him cut the belly open and the intestines fall out as he's running by instead of, uh, Cutting the guy the walker's head open. And it just showed me the the stark contrast that where where Morgan is, he's still putting them up, like he comes across and he puts it down. Yep. And <laughs> he could have just kept walking, but And he, he puts did. and when
0: he puts down the blue thing in the bullet, he starts laughing. He said he just like starts giggling uh, uncontrollably for a second. He's like, ha <laughs>
1: Which was I, and I didn't understand why I thought that was a little strange.
0: Yeah, I think that that's to show us that he's still a little crazy. He's still he's still got a little bit of the goofy in him. He's he's starting to get a little clearer, but he's uh pun intended. But he's started, but he's still a little wackadoo. And he sees the map of DC, and he receives Abraham's uh little note that uh he wrote him that Rick Grimes should follow him that that the uh that the new world needs a Rick Grimes. And that right at that moment is when we cut off. He gets a little look in his face of interest, and that's that. And that's the end of our mid-season finale. Yeah, he's definitely, well, he's definitely
1: surprised at seeing Rick Grimes' name there. And he, and that's where he's like, holy shit, I've been on Rick's, Rick's trail this whole time. Yeah. What are the so odds? that's when we get the he, – he probably finally got sick of, you know, something made him leave that town, but it might not have been to follow Rick Grimes originally. And maybe he f- found all those other signs to go to Terminus and found it destroyed and started heading out and, you know, well, accidentally ended up on Rick's trail. That's pretty neat.
0: Big and sexy ads, uh, and welcome to the room, the Morgan after credit scene annoyed me because they kept hanging him over our head all season. And I, I kind of agree with that. It was a little bit of a... Uh, it was a little marvelly
1: for me. Right. A little marvelly. They marvel-y. over our head the whole season, just like you said, just to bring him back for the, like the last scene of the first episode and the last scene of the last episode for this for this mid season finale. And
0: it's a weird wow. te- it's a weird tease because I want him to be part of the group. I want to see him interacting with everybody else, and it just right. better happen next season. It's it they have me salivating it, over it
1: it's not like they left a note for anybody else went to atlanta to save beth yeah so now he's gonna start heading to dc maybe if he if he's so inclined to go find rick if they follow that same route they're gonna he's gonna come across the million zombie wall and he's gonna, right yeah and he's and, gonna have to turn around and these guys got in a car and drove what how many hours away back to atlanta
0: yeah, he's gonna hoof it. He's gonna double time it.
1: He's gonna hoof it. He doesn't even know <laughs> that he's going back south to Atlanta, and this map says go north. To... He's got a he's, he's got a compass. He, he'll figure... No, he's but got a Rick Grimes' compass apparently. Yeah, he will. He Which will. Jack Sparrow's always points to what you want most. He wants Rick Grimes. He's on his
0: way. <laughs> I like that. So we have a few more a uh, few more comments. The uh, his uh, Rick's face when uh, or Morgan's face when he read the words Rick Grimes was. Priceless. Yeah, I, it was. I loved it. It was it. it was th- that. That's what Big and Sexy was saying, and I agree. It it teased us so much. Again, it felt very marvelly uh, to to say it again. It felt like another like, oh, don't worry, the Hulk's in the next movie. Here we go.
1: Yeah, and now they're sending Morgan off in a different direction than everybody.
0: Yeah, it's good. it's going to be interesting. And, to and see- we
1: still don't know how far behind, how many, you know, what timeline these Morgan scenes are. We know that he arrives after them at the church and after them at Terminus and after them after the sign, but we don't know how long after.
0: <laughs> Brian Whiskey wonders if Morgan got paid for the whole season because of those two appearances. Yep. It's,
1: it's, was he in credits for the whole season I, or just the two episodes?
0: I don't know. That's interesting. I'll, I'll, t- I'll check IMDb on that one. Uh, but this was a really great episode. G- great way of sending off the uh, the Walking Dead season. I, I'm... I again, I threat to call it a mid season finale. I know it's halfway through the season, but it felt like to me, this felt like a season. We have to wait a couple months to for new
1: episodes. It's they wrapped everything up,
0: they wrapped everything up. We're gonna be in a completely different storyline,
1: yeah. They, I mean, the only thing they leave hanging on us now is uh, everybody's emotional getting over Beth, which I think they'll probably just be like three months later, you know, <laughs> and like. Just go right back into Maggie not giving a shit about Beth again and everybody kind of being okay with it maybe mention it here or there to to make us remember but
0: I guess before we wrap up that's that's a couple of good questions. so you think they're gonna have some time passing between now and the beginning of second half of season five yeah,
1: you know um
0: or do you think it's gonna be like next day
1: I don't know i didn't I don't really I didn't really get a handle on any of the the previews the uh, coming up next yeah me neither uh, February or whatever so I don't really know what to expect. I can see they've done it both ways. So I think everything's kind of wrapped up with the exception of the Morgan hang and we'll see what, uh, where they decide to go. But right now they're at least a hundred miles apart or something. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'm just guessing that's my, it seems like Daryl had to drive for a while to get to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. but
0: so it's just it is going to be interesting to see where they where they go from here. I think that's the biggest thing coming from this episode, other than obviously what happened to Beth and the reactions to that. To see it has to have something to do with with Morgan, and I think Morgan needs to play a big part of the second half of the season. It's been teased for the whole first half. He was the tease at the end of this to lead into the next season somehow. Somehow that needs to connect. Someone uh, said uh, MLH says Morgan pulls an epic hero save. I bet. Uh, Manuel adds Morgan looks like Eli from the book of Eli, making the book of Eli canon with The Walking Dead. Uh, Oman says it's not like them to tease someone without planning for that person. Morgan will be involved in something really important in the next half of the season. MLH adds... Maggie will probably be cold-hearted now. So, so, so he t- MLH said, tends to think that time will pass and Maggie won't mention Beth again. I think we'll, we'll hear something about Beth in the very first part of the next episode, but the person that's going to be the most uh, affected by this, and we're going to see the most emotional reaction by this, is Daryl, of course. Darryl. Yeah, next, we're going to see a big chunk of, I think there's going to be a big Daryl and Noah scene about Beth. In the second half, I'm just predicting this. I just have a weird feeling about that. But we've been going on a while here, Joe, and I'm just stalling the inevitable that we have to stop talking about oh. The Walking Dead right now and then wait to talk about it again till till fucking February. Ugh. Oh. February. It's we,
1: it's we even get more Walking Dead before we get more Game of Thrones.
0: It's true. It's true. But that's not exactly true. Everybody, as we wrap up here, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in this half a season, this mid-season babble that we were talking. We really appreciate all your support and all your listens and all your comments. Keep them up if you're watching this. We'd love to hear what you think about the episode and what you think about anything we said. If you have any emails yes. or anything, you can email me at man at gmail.com You can tweet me at at i got issues man as well joe is at dirty locks uh you can check out all our past podcasts at issuesprogram.com if you want to subscribe to our itunes feed you can find that in the subscription below and if you've listened this far and you haven't already please hit the subscribe button we'd really appreciate that but we are not done completely for post episode recaps and issues program stuff coming up this week we will get back a little bit to the game of thrones uh, game of Thrones, I will be play, doing a playthrough. I'm gonna, I might be actually streaming on the YouTube channel and maybe Joel will be joining me for some chapters here and there as he can uh, has availability to swing on by here. Uh, I'll be playing through the Game of Thrones video game from Telltale. Uh, and uh showing you guys a little bit of a playthrough of that and doing a little bit of commentary and then after we've played through all the chapters or maybe each chapter joe and i will do a little bit of a review on the chapter and what we Mm -hmm. thought what we thought of it do some game of thrones stuff also if you're into sons of anarchy we will be talking on wednesday evening about sons of anarchy the last two episodes coming up, so we'll be talking about that show as well. And maybe something will inspire us to maybe talk about Walking Dead, if anything interesting comes up between now and then about The Walking Dead, we might come back up. Uh, We have a couple more comments before we go. Oman says, great show again tonight, fellas. I need to get caught up on some other shows so I can get into some of our other discussions. Thank you, we really do appreciate that. We appreciate you guys keeping the comments and keeping the chat room moving. Uh, we, We say it a lot, but we couldn't mean it enough. We, you guys really make this even more fun to do. Joe and I babble about this stuff, whether we're doing a show about it or not. So it's really fun to be able to talk to all of you guys and be able to share awesome shows or shitty shows or whatever, whatever we come across. We tend to be talking about good shows, but we, we talk about some shitty stuff, too. We'll eventually get to. So, everybody, thank you so much. Have a great night, and we will talk to everybody later. Night, everyone. Night.